Last episode, we talked to Ali Archer about growing your Instagram account. Today on episode four, we are sitting down with Dylan Welch and we're talking about why podcast. We're talking about what it takes to sell a home today to today's buyers. And we're also gonna talk about a lot of random other And we're gonna do that while drinking this very delicious wine. This show is brought to you by One Hope Winery in Napa Valley, the winery where every bottle gives back. To schedule your private tasting, visit uncorkshow.com. Hey guys, we are here with episode four. Yeah, so and, yep, and I have here my executive producer. That's right. Dylan Don't forget Welch. the executive. Executive, I yeah. That. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you get that title yeah. right there. You do. Yeah. Working with me and my ideas 24 yeah. 7. Yeah. I'm um, going to add like senior president, president. executive producer. <laughs> it's just your title is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah. <laughs> so I brought you a treat because you're awesome. <sighs> yes, it smells so good. Yes, you, it's like from here, right? Yeah. Oh. Um, so this is this is a Pine Ridge mm-hmm. wine, okay? So if you go to Pine Ridge in Napa Valley, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything bad on their menu. Okay. I'm um, gonna scratch that. There is no wine that is bad on their menu. Everything that will be in the tasting will be absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've ever heard me talk so excitedly about a bottle of wine before. Yeah, seriously. Um, this is um, 2015. This is all grapes from the Rutherford mm-hmm. region. And Rutherford's one of my favorites. It's in Napa Valley. Okay. And, um, yeah, so uh, this is uh, a super, I mean, I have friends right now that are watching this going like, oh, my gosh, she opened up the Pine Ridge Rutherford. (gasps) Because that's how much they love it. I'm honored. Yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's a thank you. The show has come a long ways (laughs) in just the three and a quarter episodes that we filmed, but I'm really excited to be here. Cool. And excited to drink this and... Talk about business and drink wine. It's mm. really like a couple of my favorite things right there. Yeah. Look at those legs, too. Yeah. Should like, we go for it? Yeah, let's go can for I, it. Let's try it. Can I try it? Yeah, I want to watch your expression. It's really smooth. Mm. I don't know anything about wine other than like the basics, yeah. but it tastes really good. Do you feel how like um, how big the wine is? Like how it's just kind of like, is it like sticking to your palate? Mm-hmm. You know, I like how that door opened right when you took a sip. It was like, boop. Yeah, that was a, it was a sign. Mm-hmm. More doors are opening mm-hmm. in the near future for mm-hmm. us. The more we drink wine. Yeah, exactly. I'm like guzzling it. How yeah. you doing? <laughs> I'm good. So tell me, oh, I'm going to flip the script on you right now. Okay. And you're going to be the interviewee. I'm going to be the interviewer. Okay. So That's new for me. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me about, you know, sort of your thought process. Because I know you do a lot of marketing. Yeah. I know you do a lot of branding. You've really built up your sort of personal brand a long way. What made you go down the route? Because I know you did television. I know you're yeah. active on social media. What made you want to get into like the podcast world? Um, I think, well, I'm on the spot one, but um, this is live. Right I know, now. right? There's I'm like, no ah. prepping this. okay. So, um, podcast one, you had brought it up to me, right, mm-hmm. as like a idea, and it had kind of validated what I had been thinking about doing. So, um, every time that I do a video, you know, I'm hearing, you should just throw some podcast in there. Mm-hmm. You, you should just, you know, you've you've got to get into the to that auditorial world. Mm-hmm. Um, I am surprisingly not 
really that type of person that likes to just like listen to content. Mm -hmm. At least I thought I wasn't. And this year, that's all I've been doing. Whenever I mm -hmm. get ready in the morning, I crazy? have a podcast on. It's like at night when I go to yeah. sleep, I've been sleeping a podcast because I feel like there's not enough hours in the day. I want to relax with my husband, enjoy a nice glass of wine, watch some Netflix, you know, just consume some dumb content. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to bed, it's like, oh, I want to listen to something valuable before I go yeah. to sleep. Well, exactly. I listen to podcasts when I fall asleep and I listen to them as I'm waking up in right. the morning. And what's cool about podcasts too is there's stupid, funny podcasts, there's mm -hmm. educational podcasts, there is a podcast for anything that you're interested in and anything that you want to learn about or just occupy your time with. Yeah. So I think, you know, from my sort of media business perspective, the podcast world is such a good time right now to start doing it because yeah. it's a, it's a sort of a whole new, I don't want to say industry, but it kind of is because there's television, there's radio, there's movies mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, like, podcasts just kind of came out of nowhere. Right. You know? Yeah. And back in the day when there was six TV stations, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, they would dominate everything. They had all, you know, made all the creative decisions. And then right. all of a sudden, YouTube came out and independent people could make their own stuff. And the, all those big companies were like, oh, that's never going to, you know, get attention. Who wants right. to watch, you know homemade videos now it's huge right well and they're doing it well yeah exactly like so these homemade videos are and they they look homemade mm -hmm. right and then they also have like a crew behind it obviously because yeah. one person can't do that all right. um but they're, they actually are enjoyable well, i love yeah them. when i say homemade it's not like you know vhs camera yeah like it's not like some style. crappy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the point is like you don't need you know a billion dollar studio to say exactly. hey here's 10 million dollars to go make your pilot yeah. good luck hopefully it gets picked up now the 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 power really is in the the person because mm -hmm. anyone has you know oh, so an true. iPhone camera or I mean even now the the ability to set up our own set like this mm -hmm. is exponentially less expensive than it was ten years ago. Right. So it's kind of the perfect melting pot of all these opportunities, and then you being very forward thinking in terms of like media marketing. Mm -hmm. I knew you were gonna like pick up on it and you just had to kind of figure out what it would I be. Figure and out, here we yeah. are. Once yeah. once like I thought wine, I'm like, well, how does wine play into it? But I just feel like it's a it's a place where when you're drinking wine with people, boundaries come down mm -hmm. and our walls, I don't not boundaries, yeah. sorry, that's bad. <laughs> um, walls come down and so you're not like trying to set up this like like precedent. Like you're mm -hmm. not you're just like, okay, this yeah, this is what I'm doing now and you get to loosen up and have fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's yeah. And it's more natural, too. Like, we're just having a conversation. The cameras and the microphones are just rolling. It's mm -hmm. not like, you know, old TV shows where you had to have, you know, a huge... I mean, there's still TV shows like that, but yeah. I really think it just opened up that door where you don't need to have that perfectly polished thing. Right. People just want to hear content they're genuinely interested in that they can relate to. Yeah, and some so, of it's funny. Like, I was watching yeah. um, Between Two Ferns. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's confusing because the whole time you're like, is this a reality show? Right. Um, do the actors know that he's trying to um, ask stupid questions? And then you're like, wait a second, it's a movie. So it was super confusing. But mm -hmm. even the actors, like if you look at Seinfeld driving in cars with um, with celebrities yeah. with their coffee and mm -hmm. then 
yeah, I'm throwing lots of shows out there, but the karaoke and cars and right. all of that, people want that organic. Mm -hmm. They want to see what everyday life is. They don't yeah. want it to all be fake anymore. Exactly. Like we're so we're so used to like the fake now that we just want to get into people's real lives. Right. It's well, really if you think about it, remember like 10, 15 years ago, reality TV was the big thing. Right. Right. And then, you know, there's all these different shows, Real World, Survivor, mm -hmm. Big Brother. Then that got kind of played out because the producers came in and they were like, let's create fake drama. Yeah. Now you don't even need drama to have interesting right. stuff. Like yeah. people just, if you're talking about a topic that someone cares about, they'll tune in and listen. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're pretty smart. Oh, thank pretty you. Smart. You're, pretty, you're pretty smart. No, you're, you're pretty smart, smart too. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense that you kind of saw that and jumped on it. Yeah. And, and also the fact that you didn't just Definitely. make like another real estate podcast. Mm. No offense to any real estate mm -hmm. podcast out mm -hmm. there. But we, I just know, didn't want to do it. We spiced it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so when you, know? you had said, like, yeah. hey, you should do this because, you know, I think you said, like, you're good on camera and you have mm -hmm. fun with it and you just should be doing something like that. And I was like, what am I going to talk about? Yeah. But I think that, I mean, my goal is to, um, is to continue to help people with their mm -hmm. branding and marketing and, um, and really having this type of platform mm -hmm. is really going to help that because I'm able to reach more people. Yep. And I love doing that. I love mm -hmm. talking to marketing and branding yeah. and, you know, headline news and all that. So know. switching the gears a little yeah. bit, how has, you know, your expertise in marketing and branding helped you in the real estate industry, both with like selling homes and yeah. just positioning yourself as one of the leaders in the space? Yeah, I freaking love that question and here's why because I think the old days of selling real estate were they were listing agents mm -hmm. so we're gonna list a home for sale nowadays you actually have to be a good marketer and brander mm -hmm. and you have to create a brand for the house and we're in this weird space now where buyers are super educated about properties mm -hmm. so they'll go see a home and they will pick it apart and they will say you know because it needs new carpet and new paint they see fifty thousand dollars and like that they're going to underbid on this home and that's a reality mm -hmm. if a home is already beautiful staged and has its own brand and you can create a story behind it right branding is all about creating a story then someone's going to go in there and they're going to be able to see it as their mm -hmm. home and they're going to want to offer on it so i think that we're going to get into this space really soon no offense to anybody but where if you are not taking your branding to that next level mm -hmm. with these homes if you're not branding these homes if you're not marketing them the way they need to be marketed for the buyer like there's just not going to be a space for you because there are agents that are that care about the client and the brand mm -hmm. and the marketing they care about it all mm -hmm. and that's really what a seller should look for mm -hmm. when they hire their next their next uh, seller's and, agent and it sounds like you're positioning the home already with that story versus yeah like i create the in, story yeah like you create the story right. and the brand of the house versus someone coming in and being like uh, nah, I'm going to decide what I think this is worth. You're like, yeah. you see that, you see this, you see that, that's why it's worth this mm -hmm. versus the other way around. So I think that's kind of a, a good, and I don't know real estate marketing as right. much as you do, but I yeah. think that makes more sense. And then for someone who's, you know, selling their home, obviously they want to get the most they can for it. Mm -hmm. So having that sort of deeper level of, all right, here's my game plan when I go to sell it. Yeah. It, <clears throat> excuse me, it can add, you know, 20, 30, Fifty thousand a exactly. million dollars onto the value of a house right. without even like changing anything other than just the way you position and market and brand the house. Yeah. So marketing is also, um, you know, placement. So mm -hmm. it's it is pricing. It is placement. It is about the posture. 
it's everything. And I feel like a lot of people will, uh, okay, I'm not going to speak generally. A lot of realtors will like create a flyer on a Word doc. Mm -hmm. Like that is not going to keep happening anymore. <laughs> like that needs to stop. You're getting paid a lot of money to market the home. Mm -hmm. It needs to be done beautifully. Um, it, you can't just print it on a, on a nice paper and be like, we're good to go. Right. We're talking font sizes are a big deal. Um, the pictures that you choose. Mm -hmm. You can't just put, you know, 25 photos on on the, you know, on the MLS and think that that's going to be a good idea. Like you mm -hmm. have to actually place the photos in the right order. Mm -hmm. you, the write-up on it has to be spectacular. There are things about a property that really makes it shine that you can see when you walk through the door that no one else might notice because they're seeing 25 other homes that day. Mm -hmm. And so my job is to make sure that buyers see it. It's, it's just, the market's changing so much and it's really exciting. That is crazy. You're gonna have and also, mind. yeah, yeah, pull ah, me up. Yeah. But I also feel like, honestly, that helps you, right? Like, there's oh, a yeah. lot of real estate agents out there. And, you know, the people who are probably selling the biggest homes, which mm. obviously make the most money for you and all that stuff. I don't know, mm -hmm. like, the ins and outs of how that works, but they're going to see someone like you who is doing all these leading things, mm. podcasts, videos, photos. Right. Be like, mm. But I'd rather work with someone who puts their pictures on a Microsoft Word document and prints yeah, out or yeah. has their own weekly podcast. So I right. think like that's that makes a lot of sense too mm -hmm. in terms of you marketing yourself, not just for the home, but also for you for future clients down the down the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the point. I want people to know that I care about marketing and every mm -hmm. little detail goes um, extremely noticed. Like mm -hmm. I, I get bothered if there's like a dot at a place. I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, you, you've already worked with me for yeah. this song, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, can you uh, do this? Do this little uh -huh. change? I know it's minor, but um, that's just my eye, critical eye. It makes eye. a difference. Yeah. You know, and that difference can be the difference between getting a new client mm -hmm. or getting that home or not, you know, yeah. so it matters. I would love to have mm -hmm. clients that care as much as I do about mm -hmm. stuff like that because I think that they'll appreciate it Yeah. the way that I do. Exactly. And it's, it's, I don't want to say it's hard to find, but most people aren't educated on that. So mm -hmm. um, I hope that this will shed light on that. And then I will attract clients that yeah. actually care about, like, somebody that puts in that effort and spends the time writing mm -hmm. those remarks and everything, everything to do with the marketing. Yeah. All right. Thank you for pouring me another one. I'm going to ask uh, you, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. What is your uh, favorite thing to do mm. in San Diego? Drink wine. No, okay. <laughs> My favorite thing to do in San Diego, ooh, I love... I love, 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 love going to Little Italy. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. It's like my favorite. So I used to live there in um, like 2004, three, four. Mm -hmm. And um, it's changed so much. They have the best restaurants. Mm -hmm. So if it's my birthday or a special occasion that we're celebrating, I want to go to Devonti's. I want to have like this little like flatbread thing with a honeycomb on it uh -huh. that has like cheese. And then we normally bring our own bottle of wine because I will pay the corkage fee to drink my wine. Uh -huh. And then we go to Salt and Straw. I just love walking around, literally. Yeah. That's, I, so Salt and Straw is the ice cream place, right? <laughs> yes. And there's always a line, like, yeah. way out the door. That's crazy. It's totally worth it. I went there. So I live in Crown Point area. Uh -huh. So I'm in, like, my own little I bubble there. I love that there. area, yeah. But just to get out of it, I went to Little Italy mm -hmm. last weekend. Just like, let's go there, because we never go there. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of blown away at like how it's crazy popping it was yeah. how cool it is there's that little market area it's so busy you can like drink out in the little open area which yep. is like obviously you can't really do that in most places mm -hmm. um all the restaurants looked so good they're and all so good yeah and like obviously i love 
Italian food is my favorite food. Mm -hmm. So we're is, is it is there like another food that's anybody's favorite food? I, don't I mean, know. Italian food's like the best food, yeah. right? Okay. You really can't. I mean, no. can't go wrong with it. Right. And then, um, yeah, we. I asked my friend. He actually mentioned Devanti's. Yes. Yes, Devontae's. Devontae's, yes. if you're listening, we want oh you to sponsor this, or at least hook us up with some free catered food <laughs> next episode. Not asking too so much. So <laughs> good. I go there for every occasion. Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding. Like, it, it looks, yeah, I need to get back there. And yeah. when I was there, I was like, why don't I come here more often? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because all, all the tourists are there. Like, yeah. if the tourists are there, um, but I feel like I should have, like, a more sophisticated answer. Like, I really love going to Bubble Park and, like, checking out the art and the museums, but I... I don't. I mean, you do mm -hmm. that, and then it's beautiful, and it's cool, and I feel like living here in San Diego, there's so much that you should do mm -hmm. because you take, what is it, you take it for granted, like right. like how awesome our city is, mm -hmm. but even uh, downtown La Mesa is a fun place to go. Is it? Have you ever been down there? I don't La think Mesa so. La Mesa Boulevard. Yeah? Yeah. I'll yeah, have to check kidding. it out. Yeah. We'll wrap up over here, and then we'll head down. Exactly. We're going to need yeah. to, like... Um, but they have great boutiques. They have got great restaurants. It's also La Mesa. Mm -hmm. And I feel like La Mesa is like a new little metro town in itself. Mm -hmm. Like it's like this new little area where um, you can walk to these restaurants and stuff like that. And they mm -hmm. have uh, breweries. Oh, nice. Um, over there. And yeah, it's it's. Well, I think for those of you listening and you're in San Diego, you yeah, know about Little know. Italy, you know yeah. these places. But if you're not in San Diego, where I'm not from San Diego, and yeah. moving here, I was really blown away at how it had all these different neighborhoods. Mm, like anything that you want true. to do, yeah. you can do. It kind of reminded me of New York City where there's these different, there's like New Brooklyn, York. there's Manhattan, and they all have different vibes. Yeah. There's downtown San Diego, which is like skyscrapers, big yeah. city feel. There's Pacific Beach, which is like, Surfer, laid back, chill. There's OB, like the hippie area. Totally. There's Little Italy, North like Park, up and right? Yeah, there's North yeah. Park. There's all these different areas. So whatever you're into, you can find something. And then what's also cool about it is all these different areas are very up and coming yeah. in their own way. You yep. know, and that presents great opportunities for a lot of people, no matter totally. what industry they're in. Yeah. But specifically real estate because, mm -hmm. you know, everyone wants to buy, everyone wants to move here. Yeah. It's pretty awesome living here. So I know. The weather's great. <laughs> yeah. Even though I've been complaining about it being mm -hmm. too hot. I'm you know, I, I know other places are much hotter, but um it's definitely feels like fall now. So I'm I know. Happier. Well I'm really <laughs> torn because part of me wants to convince everyone to move to San Diego. But then But yeah. then part of me is like, nah, don't come because yeah. I don't want my rent to go up and I don't want right. it to be more competitive to find the best yes. places. So it's like a I don't know. I don't know. Catch twenty two. I totally. guess. Totally. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I I do, do love right? San Diego. Unless I was going to move to Italy, mm -hmm. I'd do that. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows. Italy or Napa awesome. Valley. Have yeah. you been to Napa Valley yet? I never have. Oh my gosh. So so uh, one thing that I want to do with the show is to take the show mm -hmm. to Napa Valley. That's right. Because I could talk all day long about different wineries and the different experiences. So when you're talking mm -hmm. about different cities, um, yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I sit down with my clients and I go okay, what type of lifestyle do you want? And I can pair a city with mm -hmm. their lifestyle that they want. When you're going to Napa Valley, what kind of experience do you want to taste like I can wine? pair a bottle can of wine pair... with their lifestyle. No, but even the way that they do tastings are completely different. There's yeah. so many different wineries that do, that do tastings differently. That's anyway. awesome. Yeah. So uh, how, like, what advice do you have for me? Because I run my own company. Mm. You were, you know, very entrepreneurial yeah. yourself. Yeah. What would you do if you weren't in the real estate space? Would you still work in 
marketing and branding and then yeah. without answering that question what can you do to help me in my business and uh -huh. those people who are listening as well yeah so okay so i'm going to start with the marketing and branding one okay well okay so marketing and branding i you know when i watch commercials when i watch a movie when i watch anything any mm -hmm. content i'm consuming i'm constantly going what's the message that they're creating how are mm -hmm. they doing it and so i am kind of always working Mm -hmm. Right, but it's like my passion. Yeah. yeah, so I'll watch a commercial, and you know, my husband and I are sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like, what's up with this commercial? <laughs> like, right? what are they trying to communicate?" Um, and sometimes it's it it grabs your attention enough to make me do that, and that's that's, that's a good thing. But sometimes it's the wrong message, right? I think that's their point, where it's like, because I watch commercials totally too, sometimes. and I'm like, "What was the point of that?" But then mm. maybe that is the point where they just kind mm. of like throw you off, like all the. Sometimes they miss the mark. Yeah. Too. Like they just totally like there's it. I mean, I don't want to like throw any companies out there, but there's always no, like can. insurance companies that do all this weird yeah. stuff and these weird characters and I'm like, how does that help you sell insurance? Yeah. But I mean I guess it does. But how much have... do we love the guy that's like acting like a raccoon? I don't, I don't even is it Geico? One. So he's acting like a raccoon going through like I'm sweating my and... ass off. <laughs> can you tell? It's you guys you guys have you some lights on off. here. Yeah. No, definitely we'll keep, keep it. it rolling. We're no, keeping but it. I yeah. mean but these commercials they actually get your attention because they're so stupid. That's true. That other people talk about them. Um, which I don't I think an insurance company, yeah, they can be stupid. I think with real estate we have to be careful not to look stupid. That's true. Yeah. Because that's more um, like because real I mean they have or excuse me, the insurance companies yeah. They have like obviously billions of dollars, right? And, and they can experiment of to market. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Whereas for someone you know running their own business, it's like cool. I have to be way more strategic with this. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Progressive on Ice commercial? I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> you have it's, to tell me about. We it. should have an episode where we just watch all the worst commercials and, <laughs> and then like, just talk about them. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. Let's it's do that. Like, it's, I so I went and saw a movie two nights ago, uh -huh. and they're showing like commercials before the previews. Right, and when were commercials ever in movies? But whatever. Yeah, and it was just the most insane commercial. If you haven't seen it, you can YouTube it. Like Progressive <laughs> on Ice, but I was just like, this is so now. dumb. But I'm also like. But you're Actually bringing it up on a podcast yeah. right now. So I so guess they did their There's job, your right? extra, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, so for marketing and branding, I would say always create a story. I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where you really helped me was um, just the supportive factor. So mm -hmm. um, your role as a producer is to come alongside, you know, the talent mm -hmm. <laughs> that wants to do something like yeah. this, right? And By the way, you've been such a hard talent to work with. Oh, like, how demanding you've been. She wants all I'm these like so only red M and M's, all I know. this crazy stuff. Yeah, sure. So no, you don't but know I, what do. I deal with. I want to text him on the weekend, and I'm like, no, wait till Monday at eight fifty nine to text yeah. him because no, then it's been you awesome. know. Yeah. Um, but I always have these ideas, so I I am emailing you a lot mm -hmm. just out of respect, so That's I'm not right. like your most demanding client. No, you're good. But but yeah, I think that your role has just been like super supportive and going mm -hmm. um, encouraging because I get those moments of like, what the hell am I doing with the podcast? Mm -hmm. But for people, I think that when they create a brand story and when it's clear on what they're wanting to, who they're wanting to market to, mm -hmm. how they're wanting to help and come alongside someone, and you've, you've done a great job with that. Mm -hmm. So you've been a guide through this whole process and that's what people should do if they are a realtor, if mm -hmm. they are selling anything, they should come, al come alongside their hero, mm -hmm. who is the client. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was your oh, hero. Oh, the hero, <laughs> which is Dylan. Um, so their hero, their client, 
and they should help their client and guide them through the process. And that's mm -hmm. what I want to do with real estate. That's yeah. what I want to do with my um, with my colleagues, with other realtors, come alongside them, help them do video, help mm -hmm. them um, coach them through the process and stuff like that. So I love I love all of that. Yeah. yeah. And I think because I've been you know listening to all the podcasts, yeah. and one of the keys Lots is of it. yeah is is like everyone says consistency, which mm -hmm. that is true. And I want to touch on something that I never even literally thought about until you were just answering that. Yeah. And what you're really good you're at welcome. is being, yeah, thank you. Like now I'm going to go take this and tell it to all everyone else I work with, but you're very innovative, yeah. right? Like oh, you see, you. Awesome. you see trends before they're happening and then you hop on them and then mm -hmm. you are a part of them. Like we've worked in the past together and what we did in the past wouldn't work right now because no. times change, right? Yeah, and now, definitely. and I'm sure like a year or two years from now, there's going to be something new, and that's why media in general is so interesting to me because it changes so fast that the people who are innovative and then can see those trends and yeah. apply it to themselves right. manage to get ahead. You know, you and have I think to that, follow opportunity. Yeah, exactly. You have to. Like when you came when you, when you approached me um, about this concept, it, to me it's just opportunity, mm -hmm. and I feel like so many people are afraid to say no to opportunity. But you have to follow the times. Mm -hmm. You have, and this is a very fast-paced industry. Yeah, like the world is one a of the fast most fast-paced. Fast yeah, but real estate in itself. Yeah, and people are going to get left behind if they mm -hmm. don't. You have to be it. innovating at all yeah, the times. Totally. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Well, there we go. We had a little breakthrough. Ooh, I did at least. Yeah. What else do you want to talk Innovation, about? Innovation, the word of I the think, day. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got to wrap it up, but I, I don't know if I'm interviewing you or if you're interviewing me. At yeah, this point, I don't but know, but this is good wine. Is, yeah. Okay. Do you pick up any notes? We have to close on this. Um. So I smell. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're gonna I'm make sound sure. with her. Okay, so what, what um, it's very okay. Like oh, me. okay. So the different uh, fragrances that are oh, okay. in the, so like vanilla. I smell like orange. Cocoa. Sure. Like, no, there's no orange in this at all. Oh, like citrus. You smell citrus. Yeah. It could be bright. So I would call yeah. that bright. Okay. Yeah, and so I, I, you know, whenever I look at a wine bottle, um, one tip. So this mm -hmm. is like a deep. There's like a the, the indent or whatever. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's a good sign that that's a quality bottle. Yep. And then um, I look for the year. I love 2012, 2013 Cabernets from Napa. Mm. So just like, if you're like, what do I get, Risha? That was a good year? Yeah, 2012. Okay. Yeah. This okay. is a 2015, but, but um, sorry, uh, Pine Ridge doesn't. No, but, but Pine Ridge doesn't make a bad bottle and it's ready to drink now. No, I'm just kidding. This yeah. is amazing. So I think they're now doing like the 2000, what year are we in? 2019. Yeah. God, so they're probably doing like 2016 right now. Mm -hmm. So I, I brought you an older vintage. Okay. You're welcome. Well, if you're watching, you yeah. should reach out to Risha because yeah. she can get you this stuff, and it's awesome. That's all so I. So good. It's just smooth, right? It's like velvety, yeah, chocolatey. That's my best description of it. Is it's awesome. Deliciousness. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, this was my favorite. Yeah. Thank you. So good. Yeah. Thanks for having Thank me on the show. Thank you for being on the again. show. Appreciate should we cheers? It. Yeah. Let's, all right. I'm gonna finish this. Okay. To wrap it all up. Yep. Cheers. <laughs>